we are on Armar Training Podcast. Make Jacoby Ryan Kent. My name is Rich Ryan. Dude, we got some snow out here, Ryan Kent. First, where where was the intro? I didn't hear no song. I was we're, prepared to we, get. It hyped. might be. It might get put on in post. We're using a new software here. Not quite sure how it all works. I think it might come on on, on post. Dude. Don't worry. All right. Don't worry. We, 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 we can get that in your headphones though. Do you have that set up on your uh, your like pre race playlist now? Go hard. No, I got to put it on there for Chicago. Put it on there. Getting fired got up. Two weeks. Um. Yeah, Maybe. dude. Speaking of snow, yeah, just went out and did. Let's see. 11.8 miles in about a foot of snow. It wasn't that bad, but uh, I busted my ass like a mile in. Um, my wrist hurts now because <laughs> I, I fell the other day on the trail too. So I've just been falling a lot lately while running. Meg, will you go out in the snow? Have I been on the snow? No. Will you run in the snow? I know, I know you can't. Will snow. I? Yeah, it's. Uh, it's a seldom thing it's a seldom thing because here it's so cold that everything gets icy so it's really like sketchy it's it gets a little at a certain point it's just not a safe option all the time so we got that straight up powder bro dude we got a lot of snow like for real there's like a foot here in calcer rock yeah we probably were like eight to ten inches up here and it's just like it feels like it's January now. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, like instantly January. I think we're gonna get some sunshine later, but it's I, it's October. Did it's you day. So no pumpkin carving today? I'm assuming. Didn't happen. It feels Cancel. more like Christmas out there, huh? Just skipping over the holidays, like. It came one day too early because today actually capped off like the end of my my running week, and I was. Going, I'm going into a hybrid week, so I could have done everything on the machines. I wouldn't even have needed to go outside, but I had to get this one last long run in to complete this week of training, and I just wasn't trying to go on the treadmill. So I said, fuck it, and uh, put a bunch of clothes on and went outside and ran. I did. Uh, I just brought the iPad out, put on the birds. They played a team called the Commanders, busted that ass. And I just ran on the assault treadmill for 90 minutes. That, might, oh. be a re- that might be a record. You think that's Terrible. like the all-time no. record? No. If it, I, I bet it's pretty close, though. Yeah, it was like, it was fine. Honestly, it was, I mean, I was distracted for sure, but I was monitoring my my heart rate. I stayed on it. I said, I'm not getting off of this thing until halftime. So like, I ran like 70 minutes straight and I was like, all right, I need to, go do something else but this for like three minutes so i just got off then and uh yeah just powered through so it's good it's good to know that i have that ability to do that you know because it's going to be treadmill season here shouldn't be right now but it is just about i'm so cool story bro how we feeling fam we got two weeks until chicago yeah feeling good it was a super dreary day, pouring rain, super dark. I was not in the mood just at all today. So we went real easy. We took a nice easy day, just like 60 minutes, low zone to aerobic effort. That's all I've done. Feels good, actually. I worked out for like four hours on Friday. I just was like, I don't know. I got nothing else to do. Went to three different gyms. I, 
So I think I earned a an easy day today. I don't know what was happening, but I was like, I'm going to do everything, everything. So I'm excited to start cutting back on volume. It's been a pretty, it's been a pretty good training block. And this, this past week really kind of everything came to its peak more or less in terms of like volume and volume of intensity. And so I like, I made it through, you know, now it's like, we start cutting back, taking a few rest days, uh, just making sure we absorb all the work we've put in and, but also staying just like still touching on the the energy systems that you need to, but just not with as much volume looking forward to it. Yeah. What is that? Uh, what's that process look like? I mean, you know, tapering is something that can be fairly easy to fuck up to fuck up for sure. But also like to just like the concept of it is pretty straightforward. Er, It's hard to execute it too. Right. But like the concept, like maybe I'm taking this more from like the marathon training perspective or just straight up running, but that says like two weeks out, drop 30% of what your previous week was or like your peak week uh, in terms of volume and then take it down to 50% of that peak week, right? So mm-hmm. another drop down another 20% from that the prior week. And that kind of leads you into it. For this, it's like, a, and I was, I'm looking into this now, right? Because I had a, a pretty big week. I had my biggest week of all time this week in terms of like hours I've, and, and as far as I've ever tracked. So I'm like trying to figure out how to like kind of- Did you land. follow the rule of thumb when you increased your volume? It doesn't sound like it. Hell no. I, dro- I jumped everything by like, 50 to a hundred percent. I, uh, I've done that. I have like this mega spreadsheet, um, that I was, I, I even like was trying to figure out the best way, not the best way, but just kind of have a plan, uh, how to even increase the amount of like wall balls I did, how many walking lunges I did. And just like in- seeing what kind of increase that is based off of the previous week. And it was like, yeah, let me see. I got everything here. And like, I got on the rower a bunch. Yeah, my rowing increased by 150%. My skiing was like 40%. Running was about 25% increase from last week. Um, Mm -hmm. So now after like this monster week, I'm trying to figure out like, do I just go cut back immediately? You know, because now I'm in a danger zone, right? After such a monster week, if I keep trying to go, like even if I keep keep trying to do this, I feel okay. You know, like I feel like I could keep rolling for maybe two or three more days. But now I think I'm right on that edge. I think I could tip over pretty easily if I just kind of keep pressing forward. So now's the time where I need to be like a little bit more disciplined, pulling things back, figuring out like what the next move is really. Yeah, I've, in terms of tapering, it usually only works well if you have something to taper into. Like if your volume has been high, you know, like then the taper makes sense. But if you're just like, if you're staying at like a pretty reasonable number in terms of hours per week or mileage, the taper doesn't seem to work as well. Like you have to hit your breaking point really. Um, I think for the taper to really work to perfection, but if you're not somebody who, who continually progresses and increases their climb in the mountain and then they hit their peak and then they start coming down the other side. But if you're somebody that just stays level, all the time, I don't think the taper makes a lot of sense. But if you've been following this perfect 
progression, increasing your volume, that's when it works. Hmm. Does that make sense? I think so. Like if if you if you've been running 40 miles a week, let's just say that 40 miles a week, then you cut down to like 30, that's not even that much of a difference. Or even if you cut down to 20, that's not much. But if you've been running 70 and then you cut back to 50 and then you cut back to 30, like your body is going to feel amazing. You know, you hit, you have to hit that level of fatigue and training for the taper to work. That's one thing I, I wonder about taper sometimes, um, is, is it just like anecdotal more or less? Like, is it how we are, our perceived feeling is rather than, oh, you're going to be better because internally all this other stuff is happening. Cause basically you're just maintaining all like the energy systems, like your, uh, your muscular endurance, your strength, that's just being maintained. But like you said, I feel a taper works the best. It has worked the best when it is just running. And it's like, if I cut back on running, if the volume is really high, then physically, I just don't like feel as bad, you know? And I think it's almost that simple, right? It's like if physically mm -hmm. I'm okay, but you're right. Can't expect And in hybrid. This has been a little bit interesting on my end because the, you can, we can mix the domain so much. That I never feel as beat up as the way I would be in just like running. Or I'm sure they get this way in like CrossFit or something too, because it's just such a beat down. So I'm like, so with the so it's interesting with the taper now. Like this is why I'm a little it's, crossed up with yeah. it. You know? <laughs> it's yeah. not as uh simple as tapering for for just running. Cause there's so many other things where we're we're tapering too, right? Uh -huh. Like we want to make sure when's the last leg workout you've done going into a, you know, a race for high rocks. Um, so like tapering your, your squats or your lunges, like it's, you're tapering so many things. It, it seems like, right. And, and, and trying to nail all of them, uh, on, on I, the right day. It Stop. used to training at such a level too, that like, for me, if I tried to do this big, like pullback of volume of like any kind, really, I, sometimes I don't feel as good. Like I only really need it for like two days. And then I feel like I'm still sharp and I'm like on, but then I'm still recovered. But if I like leading up to worlds, I felt like I took that whole week, like so pulled back, like kind of how we would probably if we were doing a huge like running race. Mm -hmm. And I did not feel good like in that race. And there were other races that weren't a races that I didn't really taper for at all that I felt amazing in. So I get really nervous with it too, because I don't want to have that feeling again after working so hard and then like fucking that part of it up. Like my training is going great. I'm not fucking that up, obviously. So like, is that the piece, you know, that like met can like really screw you? I don't know. What do you, what do you, I get nervous with it too, Rich. What do you think that was, Meg? For, for like, do you think it is just, that you're just, it becomes unfamiliar. Do you think just being familiar with the feeling allows yeah. you to feel like ready? Yeah, I think it's just, and I don't know if it's a confidence thing too. Like if it's just like having that. I think that's a big part of it. And it just, just like feeling great about it. And then going into a race, you know, or if it's even that, like if I'm thinking, oh my God, I haven't done a workout, hard workout in over a week or a week. I don't know if that plays plays into it, but my body tends to feel sluggish. Um, 
if I go too many days, like easy. I don't know. And, and I honestly like feel like I remember like in my my more like pure running days, like kind of having that same feeling. So maybe for me, I'm just like such a volume junkie that I don't know what it is, but. The volume part, I think, yeah, like the volume part for you, for sure. It's like, you're just so used to going and doing stuff, Yeah, you know? Like today, taking like an easy day where like I ran, like I, I did like a 30 minute run, 30 minute bike. And I was like, like, that's all mentally I wanted to do. But then at the same time, I like got home and I was like, oh my God, like, what am I doing? Like, I'm like, then I'm like having like internal panic of like, why didn't I just do this longer thing? Even though like, I know my body is saying like, yo, chill today. You know, it's weird. It's what this hybrid world does to you. It's easy to overthink it, you know, it's, and I, it's no secret between us three that now I guess it's no secret to everyone. I've been nailing my workouts lately. Like, and I've been telling myself if I can feel just any sort of what I'm feeling in my training right now in an actual race, it's a wrap, dude. Like it's a wrap. So then it's like, what, why should I change anything? I should just keep doing what I'm doing up and up until the race, pretty much, you know, maybe Thursday, take it easy or maybe take a rest day Thursday, something easy Friday, um, and train all the way up until then rather than, yeah, like 10 to 14 days out, you start kind of cutting back your volume. Um, but I was looking at some of my old training logs from just back in the day. And I, some of my better races were when I kept training all the way up until like the Thursday of the Saturday race. Like I'd maybe do 30 minutes on Thursday and then a two mile jog on Friday with some strides or something like that. But just like those two days of super easy were enough for me to feel amazing on, on race day. I didn't need some like two week taper. It was just last minute, just like recovery sessions. This is where I get a little, little mixed up about it too, because if training is going well and you follow like that certain cadence training every, and you're hitting every day, you know, then that if you show up even with that effort or that amount of rest on race day, like it should go like fairly well, right? And a taper, I don't think is going to make it exponentially better. I mean, what are we talking about? Two percent better, three percent better, but which which is something over the course of you know sixty minute race. But if you show up and you just do the same thing that we've been doing in training every single day for sixteen weeks, then it should be fine. Right. So like the totality of the work really is what I always try. I try to remember It's like, okay, if I was to race tomorrow, would I, would I be do, would I be better than I was two weeks ago? And I'm usually like, yeah, probably. So I try to remember that and like going into like a tape for being like, eh, like this doesn't matter that much. Yeah. It's also (laughs) very difficult to nail because how many times are we trying to really peak in the course of an entire season. Like if we're lucky, can we peak and have like the best race of our lives like twice? Twice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in the course of a year. Like that's like that is the part that like even just getting into this and and having one like one full year of it. Like even that is really tricky because obviously I 
finish very well at Worlds, but like arguably I had my best race a month before that. And then prior to that, it was like three or four months before that. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, like how many times are we able to get ourselves to that top, top level of what we're fully capable of and have everything else go right in the race as well? Like no hiccups, no issues, no station issues, no lap issues, you know? So like that comes to play for me, at least like when I feel like I'm approaching it, it's like, all right, I obviously need to qualify. This is a different system than it was last year. So I obviously need a podium, but these other races that I'm doing, it's like, I'm not going to be, I don't think I'll be tapering for them really at all. Mm. It's kind of just training through things. Maybe. I don't know. It's, it's, it's just an interesting thing when you race like an entire season, you know? And some of them are very close together. So that plays a role as well in, in how you approach it's that. It's going to be tricky this year for sure. But like that, uh, that idea of peaking is interesting too, right? It's like, what are we even talking about? Like, is it how much work we could do in, in a linear fashion until we get to the point where we would either plateau or get injured or get sick or something needs to, something has to give. And, you know, generally we're talking about eight to 16, maybe 24 weeks of a training program. If it's, if you're just really dialed in and locked in, like, like, can't you've been, you've been locked in. Right. Like this is, is this as locked in as you've locked been? In, locked yeah. in. Yeah. When have you been this? I think when's so, the last time been this locked in? Um, like when you were eight running the, yeah. still got that record. <laughs> maybe, maybe like Vegas high rocks. I was pretty dialed in for that. Um, I think I'm thinking about racing more like in my free time. That's when I know that this, it like means something to me, hmm. you know, like I always think about it when I'm training, but then when I'm done, my brain just kind of goes many different directions, but I find myself like daydreaming about high rocks right now. And even like visualizing mm-hmm. my performance before I even like take the starting line. Um, and I don't do that all the time. So that's how I kind of know. I'm like, yeah, you're, you're dialed in dude. Sometimes Amy asks me, he's like, like, hey, well, what are you thinking about right now? I'm like, hi, Rox. What, what are you thinking about? She's like, and not that. Like, not that. <laughs> so I've got, I've got my notepad that uh, I write my training in. I'm super old school. And I wrote in yesterday. I was sitting at the table last night writing in yesterday's training. And I finished that up. And then I was like, wait, let me look and see what I did for this one workout like three weeks three weeks ago. So I looked back at that and then I started going down this rabbit hole. And next thing you know, I'm just, I'm like at the table, just flipping through my training log, just looking at all kinds of stuff. And I don't know, 30, 40 minutes went by and uh, I looked like a nerd, like somebody who was like studying for an exam, but I was just like looking at all the training I've been doing and comparing it to maybe like other training cycles that I've gone through and seeing where I've improved and just totally geeking out about it. And like I said, that's something I don't always do. I'll just like write it down, close the book and move on. Um, but now I'm just kind of like looking through and studying it more, you know, using the data that I have. That's a good sign. Like if I look back, it's because I want, it's usually when things are going well and I look back and I'm like, okay, it's actually going better. 
than what it was. If things are kind of like, eh, and I'm not, then I don't necessarily want to look back and be comparative to where I was. Do you know what I mean? But if you're looking back mm-hmm. and you're like, all right, cool. I was faster than great. Let me look back even further faster than I was then. Great. So yeah, it's gotta be a good time. How much, how much longer do you think you could hang on to a, this training program you got going on? Like, are you done? Like, is this it? No, if I could, if I could extend it another three weeks, that would be perfect. So this, this is a 10 week cycle. And if I had 13, um, which would give me another three week cycle to do that I've been doing, um, I feel like I'd be able to maximize. I'd be able to squeeze all the juice out of it. I feel like I'm leaving like maybe a little bit on the table. Um, but I still feel, I feel pretty confident with, with the 10 weeks that I've done. But if I had 13, that would be. That would be nice. I don't know if I could do anything longer than that, man. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a grind, you know, Mm -hmm. it's nice to put a big plan like that together and, and just day by day, start checking it off and getting it done. And, uh, that's fun, but like, I don't know, I'm ready. I'm kind of like ready for it to be done. And then, yeah, like, especially something, something like this, I think eight I've done well with in the past <laughs> but like 10 seems like enough and and you're probably you're probably better off feeling like oh i have more to give than hanging on for dear life you know maybe if you had three more weeks mm. you'd be like i'm toast right. i'm done so you probably better off yeah. having right. some juice and it was a super slow progression too like in terms of like my running progression like i started at 400s and then i didn't i didn't i was and then I didn't do a jump to eights and then twelves and then miles. It went fours and then sixes and then eights and then thousands and then twelves and then sixteens. And all the while I'm still doing my my other threshold tempo run sustained duration stuff. But like my interval sessions were just this slow build. So when I finally got to these mile repeats that that I did yesterday, like I was I felt like a million bucks because I had all I had done all the prep work to prepare me for that workout. You know, had I, had I skipped some steps along the way, I probably would have struggled with a six by mile workout with, with one minute rest. But after yesterday, I was like, holy shit, like I could pop off another one or two of these at the same pace. But, you know, six was the end of the workout. You know, I didn't, I didn't need to do more, but I could have. And that just, yeah, that's a super good feeling. And that's what that happens when you follow the steps, you know, that's, that's mm-hmm. the cool part about you're, you're almost like a science project, you know, like when you're, when you're doing yeah, these things, cool. it's, it's pretty wild. And like seeing the body adapt to the work that you do is just like pretty freaking well, awesome. Well, that's the best part, especially in, cool. in a progression like that, where you started at 400 and you're probably running the same pace for those 400s that you were for the miles. Close. And it's right. With the same recovery, one one minute forty five exactly. seconds, one minute rest. So it's like, oh, this yeah. is working. So that that that's mm-hmm. that's real nice to have that type of feeling, like knowing that there's no there's no reason you're not going to be better than you were because there's just evidence right there is that it's just gonna that it's happening. Yeah, I crammed that six by mile workout in before Dubai <laughs> to get me as ready as I could, and the I just hit that again yesterday and when i compare the two like it's not even it looks like two different athletes did that workout it's a good sign pretty good wild sign. That's it's awesome. a good sign. what uh are these a races for both of you guys chicago 
for me, it is just, I want to get my qualification for world just like out of the way. Yeah. Same. The, The season could get a little tricky. You know, the next one's in Europe and it's on the same day as DECA. Uh, do I really want to go to Vienna? And then, then you have DC. And do you want to do you want to leave it up to chance in DC? Um, I'd rather just get it done, get it over with. So that's why I'm like I, I'm putting a big emphasis on mm-hmm. on Chicago to try to get this out of the way. And Meg, you, are you all in on all of them? Are you going to do? You get to yeah, Germany. I think so. Vienna. No, that's Vienna? Austria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Austria? Because I want to go to Austria. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a, apparently it's a wicked beautiful city. So I think I'm in for that. Can't, it's well. not gonna be warm, right? Um, nah, it's, it's definitely not gonna be warm. <laughs> but it's very, it's a really nice city. So I'm like, all right, I'll probably go. I mean, at that point, like, I don't know what else I would really be other than just like putting in a lot of time. But from Stockholm to Vienna, it's like two months, you know, almost. So but then from Vienna to DC, was it like six weeks? I think it's like, yeah. Not a lot, not of, time, a lot right? of time. It's not that much, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, DC is East Coast, so obviously I'll For do sure. that just because it's a drive. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I'll go to Europe. I'll go to Europe, but I'd prefer not to yeah. if I don't have to. No, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, your boys, your boys going to DECA, by the way. So, Rich, Rich. You going to take that take that L again? It's, it's going down, you dude. You, it's going you were, down. You love those second places? I got you, dog. I'm, I think I'm in for DECA strong. I think I'm Are in. you really? I was, uh, I'm in, I think I'm in for the whole weekend now. The, the training that Amy had going on, Meg, was I telling you this, how I was very encouraging for Amy to run a marathon. I was like, you should definitely do it. I was like, oh, CIM, like yes. that's the one, like you should do that, sign up. So she signed up and, and I was like, oh, what day is that? She's like, that's like December 4th. I was like, ah, oh, I can't go to that. And then she, so that was like a whole issue over here. And she's like, are you serious? Like we were going to like, you need to, so I was going to leave DECA and go to that, but her training's not going great. So she's going to bail. So I'm in on strong now, dude. Nice. I didn't think you had a time fast um, enough to get in. Dude, these the roll downs are going yeah. deep. They are going deep. Dude, no nobody wants to pay $200, $300 for a race. Like that's insane. It's too It's a lot. And if you want to do all of them, you staying at a hotel 3 4 nights. Yeah, it's ridiculous. This is an, it's an expensive weekend to compete, and I and I give people, I give the age group people so much credit. It's for really doing fun. It it's a really fun weekend. We, we fun. It is fun. The, I was only did the one race last year, but I did have a good time doing it. But I, I don't know. It's a lot. I mean, I give people so much credit for like be willing to spend that type of money for their like hobby and like to better themselves. Like we're in a maybe different position where we are able to hopefully win money and, you know, win back what we spend or more, hopefully. But like, I don't know, hats off to everybody else, you know, who goes and does all of it. So I will not it be there. Ain't cheap. Meg's out. 
would rather go go to Sweden. I'm out. Sweden instead. I like High Rocks better, for the record. Yeah, but me and Kent will be there. Going down. <laughs> I'm going to claim what I should have gotten last year. Our guy Ryland looks like he's going to be ready. Yeah, great race for Ryland yesterday. Really, really happy for him that it went well. I was actually pretty surprised to see him even doing one. I don't think, did we, did anyone know he was going over there for that? Like, I felt like I just randomly saw it on Friday on Instagram that he was racing. So it sounded, it sounded like he was, go, he's, he's going to Greece for the trifecta and he just like popped into Spain right. to, to do this one. It just kind of worked out. So I don't think it was like a big uh, part of his plan, but he was ready yeah. enough. I think he's going to oh, Chicago yeah. now. Because he texted me and said, I told him, I sent him a congrats, and he said, hopefully see you in Chicago. So. Good. It's going to be pretty close to me. It's like looking like I might get into it. Like people keep messaging me like, oh, I heard this many people aren't going. I heard this many people aren't going. So I'm trying not to get my hopes up because. So so now you need eight. You need eight people. uh, Yeah, I'm 23rd. Not it. So who would who would that be? Uh, I've heard I've heard a number. I've heard like up to seven different people, and that's. Do you want to I go mean, through? Not these? really, because this is just completely. And then if they listen to this show, they can they can they can either confirm or deny. No. Yeah. Michael Sambach heard will not, not be coming. coming. You know, I heard I heard, you know, Hunt- Jeffrey Volson. I heard. Hunter, I heard Tom Hogan. He, Tom Tom told me in Spain that he was going to come, but then I've heard other people say he isn't going to come. I don't know. He said Florian, right? Florian Gast. Florian Gast. Toby is not coming. I would imagine Peter Schiller coming. So that's seven, right? And then that would mean everybody who's in the roll down. Hunter's going to pay. Hunter's <laughs> going to pay. Every single one of these guys to come to this, this race so that you don't get in. Like, well, last year was a whole other disaster because they wouldn't want to roll down past 30. So remember, that was like they weren't going to get everybody. Yeah. And then at the last second, Sam Batch and, and, and uh, Joffrey decided they were going to come. And they, they said no. And then they came back and said yes. Right. And they're like, all right, fine. We don't want to roll down past 30 anyway. You guys can come in. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm guessing it's a lot of that. People are going to decide one way or another. One thing that's in my favor is how crazy expensive it is in Chicago for hotels right now for that weekend. You know, it's insane to try yeah. to come over here and stay at a place. Mm, yeah. I don't know. But then, yeah, like when you go into the roll down, it's like Dylan will go. Yes. Sandy's probably not. Then it's like Eugenio, maybe Gabe Heck would be a tall order. Uh, maybe Alphonse. I just saw Alphonse said he's going to come to DECA though which is kind of cool okay. yeah. yes, I so i don't know do. if i make two trips or if we'll just make it a, a month or something like that there's another spanish guy i'm not sure and another german guy that i i don't i couldn't imagine so I, I don't know man i might be in i'm trying not to get the hopes up but it might happen i might be in there stepping up to the varsity race even though your boy was your boy was balling Come on, man. back in the day so don't think don't think i wasn't you can't just get a free pass to varsity. Do you, you know gotta prove your you way in Chicago going into last year? Yeah, you're like 23rd. No. So <laughs> you're like the same question? you're like where I am now. 
Yeah, but I didn't stay there. So so if that's indicative of, <laughs> of how this will play out for me, I will get into the race, go out super hard, blow up crazy, and then just limp to the finish. Kent was need, so Did bad I need a roll down yes. last year to get into this race? I don't dude, I don't remember. I just assume I was gonna in. show up either just, way. No, it was like he's gonna show up. All the fifteen I think by the time this race was, was from Europe and Megiddo is the only one who is, who ran in Maastricht, but he was 16. Oh, Cause he got I a old now. now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Cause Dylan, Dylan was in the top. Yep. And that's what it was. And then you were that's right. way down. And then I was way down. This race was also in February last year. Way down here. The only race we had done was LA that freaking LA race. Easy to forget. So, but yeah, act like you're act like you're just been. All right, if you, you get in, a, where are you, you placing, a, dude? Where are you, you gonna, have a roll down you, you to for the for being, for, yeah, an auto bid. You love roll downs. You're that guy, just getting them in. I don't know, man. I, it would be great. It would be great to not have to worry about time. Every race I feel like I've done for the last two years for High Rocks has been about trying to get some freaking time. So if I just go, I would just, I just want to race. I just want to get out aggressive. I want to be around people and I want to be able to just like race the thing. The last time it wasn't about time, I think was for that. I felt that way was the North American championship where you won and I was third. I think that was the last time I didn't worry about time for freaking high rocks. So that'll be really nice. I was watching that race not long ago. And when you came into the pool, you took like a thirty, se- not thirty, fifteen seconds before you even started pulling. Like you're sitting there putting on your your freaking receiver gloves, like just taking your sweet ass time. Like, is this guy ever gonna get to work? And I, I missed the top. I was sixteen or seventeen going into that uh, world championship by like five seconds, and and I also fiddled with my feet in the rower a lot. Do you guys are do you guys mess with the rower when you get in there or you just it just have to go? You will mess with it, Kent? Just super, super I was quick. Like yeah. pedal height. Just like tight. What do you mean? Like tighten the well, foot straps? They kind of have to be. You kind of like I guess you don't need to be. But yeah, like the foot straps or the foot pedals, like changing the height on things. Oh, I don't change the height. Yeah, change the height. No. Just but I changed the damper and I just tighten for my some foot reason strap. in Chicago. I felt like I had to change the foot height. And it took forever and I was just messing with it. And that, yeah. And I do, I do remember I had my gloves on, but I didn't have them Velcroed until I got in there. And then I Velcroed them and wasted time. It was like five. Se- I was literally out of the lead 15 by like five seconds or something like that. And I think back on that race, like, Oh my God, just goofing around. So all business this time, no, go- no goofing. No goofing. You guys Speaking locked into Battle Bunker this weekend? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Saw some stories. That's about it. Saw I haven't seen or watched or any of it. I forgot <laughs> what was going on, to be I think honest. down to the last event. The last event is a... Uh, uh, it's an obstacle course, I think. It's an obstacle course. Yeah. It looks like Carly is going to win on the women's side. Yeah. But on the, um, and a lot of the, the woman in second was the last edition. 
she and then someone who's in fifth. Emily Rickwell, Emily um, Lugman. She's like a CrossFitter. Yeah. So she's she's going to be on the podium. And Lauren mm-hmm. Stallworth was another last admitted addition. She was like fifth. She's fifth right now. Who's in uh, third? Let's see. Jess Petro. Yeah. She was yes. winning for a minute. I love yeah, Jess. She was, She's then, great. Yeah, I saw that. There were like a couple posts with some updated rankings at some point. Like I can't remember if they were from that, like who it was, but and Lauren Rantala did really well on day one. So I was she's in the mix. She's like right around fifth, sixth still. She has a shot to she's an outside shot still to make the podium. She's never done an obstacle. That's great. Right. Who's leading the men's Driscoll? Jack, Jack is? is okay. Good. Yeah, it's uh, Jack, then Phil Muscarella, and then that Austin Dommel. Uh, Isaiah has been back, man. He's like seven oh, yeah. right He's... now. Cole's Isaiah Vidal. Who? Then Cole is six. Oh. Caleb's fifth. That dude Jake Gibbs. He's been leading for a lot of it, but like it got real heavy. I think on this day, you see our boy Garrett cracking skulls on the pugil sticks. No, I didn't. There, you, you I just saw the results. Whatever you they were, saw. they were fighting with sticks at one point. I believe oh. I didn't see any, any, uh, yeah, results of it. Um, when I saw that, and then the like tug of war outside to you have to drag someone outside the circle. Can't say I'm upset. I Good decision. am missing out on that. Just okay. Like, it, Let's it's change question. subject. I have a question. Okay. Do you guys already have your next two weeks planned going into Chicago? Thanks. I'm dude. keeping us on track here. Um, I'm curious what your last what day of the the race week is your last intensity day, and what will you do? I'm curious. My last running intensity day will probably be Tuesday. And then I might hit some type of machine E2, E3 mom, maybe with like a little bit of station work the next day, but not like running intensity on Wednesday, if that makes sense. But Thursday and Friday are super chill. Thursday and Friday will just be like normal, easy run Thursday. And then Friday will be like four miles easy. It's usually no, what the I do week, the day before. Uh, next week is what you're asking, right, Kent? Oh, the week, you're uh, talking about next week? Or no, the, oh, the week yeah. of the race. Um, yeah. Yeah, something similar. Yeah. I usually like to do some sort of tune-up. But, like, what would the workout be? Give an example of, like, a a good workout to do, a good track workout, whatever, leading into... A high rock race. The one that I've had some success with in my last like quality is really pretty short and pretty uh, like intense. It's just like hard 400 meters. It's three rounds, 400 meter run hard into the 80 meter burpee broad jumps, two minute rest, 400 meter hard, thousand meter row, two minute rest, 400 meter hard, 50 wall balls. And that's it. Warm up, cool down just to feel sharp, feel a little bit more. And that's one thing with this time too. I think I'm going to try to be to stay like powerful, I guess, like working on like the, on the power output side of things without the volume and just trying to feel sharp and trying to feel a little bit more explosive. Cause it's real easy to just grind myself into 
this like kind of gray zone, you know, with this, with this training. So as everything else drops out, I want the intensity almost to go up, but just like real quick shots of it. Nothing that's going to like take a lot out of me. So that's something that I've had a good, good success with on Tuesday. On Tuesday. Tuesday? Yeah. And then Thursday, I'll usually just do like four by minute assault bike, four by minute, the skier for a minute row just to get breathing a little bit. What do you got? Hmm. Well, I do my last high rock specific workout about a week out. So then the week of it's more like, for example, Saturday before Chicago, I'll do like two by a half high rocks. And then on Tuesday of race week, I'm going to go to the track and do 12 by 400s with 30 seconds rest. That's exactly two what by I half high rocks sounds like one high rocks. That's like if my math. <laughs> he takes rest in between. Yeah. Take so a little breathe, a little breath. Or you're doing you run less, right? Yeah, it'll be it'll be four miles of running, not five. So it'll be a full high rocks minus a mile. Yeah, because I'm going to do eights. <clears throat> yeah. I usually do the same. I do like almost a sim-ish in some variation a week out. And then literally was going to say the same thing. I usually have pretty good luck with 12 by 400. That seems to be my race week go-to hmm. like for years. Hmm. Um, short rest, just high intensity. Dropping it down. Usually I'll try to like, kind of feel out a little closer to race pace and then just cut it down. I like doing that type of thing. Get a little speedy at the end. Um, but yeah. And then some type of machine, same thing like rich, like E2 mom, a minute 30 on the three. Those always get a little grindier than I think I always think they're going to like going into it. Even if you're not pulling like super fast paces, just basically train you're you really don't have much rest it's just moving from one machine to the next that that always gets a little bit grindier in the later round so i like something like that yeah for 400s would you rather do 12 by 4 with 30 seconds rest or like 10 by 400 with like two minutes rest and you just run them a little bit quicker make a more kind of like like Hard to say VO2 max because it's only right. 400 meters, but like getting into that to where like the last 100 meters like kind of suck, like every yeah. rep. I've always felt like in the last year that doing the short recovery better prepares me for like these types of races just because we're not resting at all. So I've always kind of liked to approach it that way and like see what I can pull off with that short of recovery. And I think that usually for the most, most of the time that goes pretty well. So then I feel like that's a real like confidence booster. Cause I'm like, damn, like I was just mm. running like five, whatever pace mm. and with only 30 seconds rest. And I think that's a good feeling. Um, especially when you know you're fit. So, you know, 12 by four, I mean, you can kind of fake your way through that. You know what I mean? So that's a good, confidence feeling going into a race i think you could definitely fake your way through it with two minutes rest for sure but with 30 seconds you you, you get a better gauge on like where where you are i actually kind of do a blend where yeah. it's, i'll do three by for four sure. by 400 and then like with three 
like the the sets. Yeah. Yeah, like the you sets will be thirty seconds rest, that. and then after the set or the reps, after each rep will be thirty seconds rest, and after the set will be like two minutes rest. You know, so mm-hmm. when I do something like that, and I can really push it, then I'm closer to like yeah. sub five k, three k ish pace or something like that, and just really kind of rolling. But for that, I don't know how how like that's a good. I don't know. Energy wise, I don't think that does anything for what we're doing, but it's a good com. It's good to feel fast, you know, mm-hmm. feel sharp, feel crisp. And it doesn't yeah. kill you because again, you can fake four. You can oh, you can definitely fake four with thirty seconds rest. Ten to twelve with thirty seconds rest, you might get killed. You know that that, that might get you, get me anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Do you I take a rest day? The week of a race? I don't know, Meg. Meg, do you take a rest day? What the year of a race? <laughs> I've been trying to be smarter about my recovery this year. I feel like it's more, it's, I need things uh, hurt a lot more <laughs> this year. Like this time last year, I was not doing the volume mm. that I'm doing now. So I'm, I'm going into this year of hybrid. I'm trying to, you know, as your volume and your intensity increases, things have to change in other areas. So like, I'm getting at least eight hours a night. And if I don't, then honestly, that is, I'm trying to be smarter about how that plays into my next day's training, you know, just like trying to listen to my body a little bit more. But yeah, I've, and I had that thought today. I was like, should I take a rest day? Eh, hasn't been two weeks. I usually try to go like hmm. one every 14 days of like a full rest. Day. There's definitely days where it's like, you know, light, um, you know, Thursday I did like, I did a 60 minute zone two run and I did like a little lift in the garage. Like that's a pretty light day, you know, like, cause you're, in, you just don't have intensity really. So it's, it's interesting though, when you get to this point, uh, where you're about two weeks out from a race, like when should you take a rest day? That now has become the question for me. Like, tomorrow the next day do i wait a whole week do i take the week of the race now i now i don't really know what to do but i, I have a rest day plan for next week i do have that toward the toward the weekend yeah you're about every one you take one every <sighs> two a little weeks less, like, maybe once a month i don't remember my last my last day off when was the last day off quick okay. two mondays ago so technically, if I went by my rule tomorrow, today was pretty I would light, have a rest day. Today was pretty late. But today was a rest day, kind of. Yeah. Something's not going on on your end. Uh-oh. I can't hear you. I don't know what happened to Kent. But I could not tell you the last rest day. I'm looking back. It was probably the week after Spain which was September 26th, September 25th. So it's been a month. I haven't taken one in a month. Okay. I take but very of course you, you take yeah, lower. For sure. Yeah. Can't exactly. you back? Can't hear you, dude. Lost our guy. He's gone. New software here, working it out. But yeah, I'm always, whenever I like for work, for rest days, I'm like, I don't know. Like, I think just an easy effort can do the same, especially if it's like just machines. 
or something like that. Yeah. 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 Where it's just like little to no impact on the legs for sure. Yeah. I, it's pretty rare if I take a full complete day of not working out. Usually when I'm talking a rest day for me, it's a day off of running. That's right. just like, I think from being a runner, that's like, that's like my rest day is like, oh, I don't run today. You, it's a rest day, you know, but I still might lift or. Would you take a rest day? Like when being just running? Just take a rest day where I just do a run. Or no, like when you were just a runner, how often were you one, taking rest days? Take one every two weeks. And, but I was the running, same kind of deal, same kind of deal. And it, I was running 70 plus weeks. You're back. I'm back. Thank God. He's back. Now, can you take like strategic rest days, like kind of like, and you'll take more than one in a row sometimes, right? Won't you take like very two? rarely, very rarely. Well, I take thought sometimes you row. would like kind of write that in, be like days where I have. Where weeks where I just don't remember the last. I don't remember the last time I did it. When was your last rest day? So I've been taking them every Tuesday of my hybrid weeks. So you got so one every three weeks. Yeah, so this Tuesday, I'll have another rest day. And then probably no more until the following Thursday. So two days before the race. You're going to take that day off? Mm-hmm. I have, I've, I've played around with that. With like of the, I don't know. And I don't know. I don't know if it helps. <laughs> That's probably just a mental thing, right? Like just needing, like what Meg was saying before, just needing to feel one way or another. Like I don't know if that matters. It's just so much into my freaking routine now that it just feels like a day without it just feels weird. Yeah. I like don't you know with mm -hmm. myself. I went shopping. Right. I had, I just didn't know what to do. I was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> We're going to spend some money. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll play around with some stuff like that. Maybe do something a little bit different. I've, I'm, I've been very open for this last block of doing something way out of the norm for me. Just to see, you know, I, I had a block where I would do my regular this and that. And that was how it kind of all worked out last year. And, you know, I had some decent results, but I, when it comes to higher awesome, I'm trying some things a little bit differently. I'm trying not to be too rigid in, in what like my weeks are looking like this time. So we're going to be ready if I get that roll down. Yeah. Well, you're going to struggle on the sleds again because you didn't come over to my house one time since this last race sure didn't. to work on it. Nope. So you're, when you lose the race there again, you're always, you're always look. busy. You're always like, I had, you're like, I, I can, you can come down, but it has to be between this 20 minute window on this one day. And if you can't make it, not then, babe. then it's not, you could come. You're welcome. Anytime. Not, not babysitting. No, not, not roping me into that. He's cool. He'll 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 probably outwork you down there. Jeez. Duke can push that tank. <laughs> I saw you had like eight something on your sled when you moved it inside. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It was just slides. And I figured out. So I had like had two pieces of fabric that were cut, and I couldn't sink. I couldn't put them together because the moment you push the sled off of one carpet onto the other, it like bunches up. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, how, like, I didn't have tapes. So I'm like, how am I going to make this work? So I just folded the fabric underneath the stall mats. Mm. 
and it it worked perfectly so for those that have are are looking for that carpet solution tape seam tape how they actually do tape carpet from the underneath that's the way to go i duct taped it one time i cut it and cut it in half and then duct taped it and when i went over the duct tape with the sled the sled just smashed it open and then it just left both sides of the carpet ridiculously sticky so i just couldn't move the sled at all when i would get to that point like literally stuck into the duct tape so seam tape that goes underneath that's that's the move mm-hmm Ken, how much weight did you have on that to make it feel like? I had to put like 850 on there, which I think it probably was a little bit heavier than a high rocks, but it it didn't feel much heavier. And it was actually good to push it that way because I've been using the tank and I've been loading it up super heavy, but I haven't done the one where I lock my arms into the poles because can't really do that on the tank so it was nice to get some like race specific sled pushing in now like i felt strong will you put weight on your tank yeah yeah and you push it uphill right like how do you get the tank it's on a little bit like it's on a little bit of an incline and my tires are flat that's the secret the secret is the tires have to be flat yeah i'm kind of in this spot where like i i feel like i have I have like four gym memberships because I can't like not everything has like everything the way that I want it to be. So like I like last week, my former high school that I coached at brand new weight room, the turf that they have is different than any turf that I've seen like anyone else have. And it actually is pretty hard to push on, especially I think because it's brand new and it doesn't get pushed on very often like the high school. Like slick. Is it like hard to no, get your footing? It's like actually pretty thick. And I don't know if you've ever tried to push a sled um, on like real football turf, but in my experience, it doesn't move well on like real mm. football turf. So it's kind of more similar to that. And I think I had about 10 plates on it. And I felt like that got me feeling a lot closer, at least to what the race feels like. But at the gym, my, the gym that I have all the machines at set on a machines at there. So then I can't do ski or row. So I have to do all the like other stations, but at my other gym, they got rid of the regular sleds. So we only have the tanks. So I usually just do like a hundred meters or more of the push on the tank to try to get like that lactate buildup at least in the legs, mm-hmm. but it's still, it's still obviously a different stimulus. But like it, it definitely gets my calves like burning the way the sled does, but it, it's not really quite the same. So I was just curious, like what you, how you handled that. It's tricky. It's hard to get. A gym, a gym's probably not going to let you flatten their tires. (laughs) Definitely not. They don't even like weight on it because they're like new. And I'm like, this is literally mm. what they're for. Like, what are we doing? It doesn't do too much though. If it's on flat, like you can put a ton right. of weight on it and just still like it helps in the actual race of DECA to put weight on. So it doesn't slide across. Right. You know, like that's when you put weight on it, but it's not really going to make it much heavier. Did you guys hear they're using new tanks for worlds? Not torque. Mm-mm. They're using like a different. No, brand. I didn't hear they're this. Using like a different brand of, of uh magnetic sled. Why? What's what's it called? 
Uh, shoot, I'd have to, I, I, I could see if I could find out real quick. I didn't know there was like more than one of these out there. There's some brand. I actually, I looked into it a little bit. There's a brand that will kind of, uh, take existing fitness equipment and just like change it to, and then just like, or, or just like make the same thing more or less, and then just sell it for like a different price. I'll have to see if I can find it real quick, but it looks more like the, the, um, the the tank that you have can't what the M4 or something mm-hmm. and that was it the M3 that is the 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 tripod is like the tricycle yes mm-hmm. this one's going to be a tricycle it's a Zbex X E B E X screen share full let me pull that up let me see so, this what's up why why Money, I'm sure. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> That's all I can. I have no idea why. Is it? But it's not torque. It's not torque fitness. I don't believe it's torque. No, I think it's a Z, the Zbex situation. Mm. I wonder if it's going to feel different. Like, are they going to require all the affiliates to get this new tank for the gym events? I mean, the gym events, you can have a Mattel brand skier and yeah. it counts for world records, you know? But <laughs> how are you going to put, how are you going to put, uh, a new machine. And I heard what you said, Rich, but it's going in one ear and out the other. Okay. Your words mean nothing to me, but how are they going to put this in at the world championships? Yeah. Like, why is that going to be the first race that these like are, these are used until that was done. And then like, I, I don't the next season. Like, I don't understand. must've been some sort of contract dispute with torque. Maybe it might be, it might be, yeah, like that. Just that time of the year where their contract was up, and they're like, "Spartan's probably I don't know which way, but you know how Spartan is with vendors. It probably right. just didn't go well. Torque is probably like, "Nah, we're good here." Mm-hmm. I don't think was, I don't think that software has a, a screen share situation. That's a that's a that's against this. This is a free trial. We might not be using this anymore because we need to get that music that hits hard when we come in. Mm-hmm. All right, I got another question. What's your question? All right. If you guys roll up to a track and you've got a workout plan, right? And there's something going down on the field. Yeah. Whether it starts, whether it's already started before you get there or it starts in the middle of your workout. What do you do in those scenarios? Do you just power through yeah. and just like fuck everyone like this workout's getting done regardless and just block them out? How do you guys approach those situations? This happened to me over the weekend. So in my circumstance, I coached at this school and I coached track. So I'm just like, this is my track. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it, so in that instance, I definitely would. And I would start even if it was like, I don't, I just, I don't think I would care. If I started before a game was starting and I wasn't in that position, and then the game was starting and I wasn't done, but I was almost done. I would just finish as well. Because I don't know. I mean, I don't think you're really interfering with anything. As long as you're not saying anything. If I roll up to a track and something's happening, I'll probably go do some, go somewhere else. But if, if people start coming while I'm in the middle of it, I got to get it done. Yeah. What if you know it's going to start, but it might not get started until like you're halfway through the workout and then you, you got to like you get there and they're warming up. 
get yep. warming up and you're like, yep. mm, maybe I'll just get going. I can get, get out of here. I would probably not. I would probably go find somewhere else to go. <laughs> did you just, did you just roll up there and you just took your shirt off and started working out? Well, dude, it was, it was the day it was yesterday. It snowed like crazy. So I'm thinking I'm, I'm going to the track. It, it was, was before, before the snow, the snow actually, yeah. but it was cold. It was gloomy. And I get there and there were like school buses in the parking lot. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on out here? Like they, a winter storm is about to hit in like three hours. And uh, I crest the hill because the parking lot sits above the track and I get down and there's like dudes shoveling the lines on the football field and um, putting those like the yard line things on the, on the edges. And I'm like, no fucking way right now. And uh, I'm like, screw it, man. Like, this is my last big interval workout. This is not throwing me off. I'm getting this done. So I go through my stretching and my jog like super quick because I'm like, I just need to get fucking started. Like, I know how long this is going to take me. I just need like 40 minutes. Just need, need to get going as fast as possible. So expedite my stretch and my jog. And... uh I come out and like I'm on rep one, rep one, like lap one or two. And some dude moves the bleachers, the bleacher mm-hmm. seats to lane one. Mm-hmm. And I come running by on the second lap and I'm like, yo, like, can you just move it into like lane two? Yeah. And he's like, start, we're about to start a football game. And I'm like, I just yell back and I'm like, dude, I'm a pro athlete. I just need like this much space. I, I was like, pro athlete. I just need six inches of space. Give me six inches of room. Deca fit. Got second place there. Recognize. Wow, Deca. That's me. Mile champ is in the house. The bleach blocking lane one, and you asked him to move them. Yeah. Yes. You wouldn't just go around it. Not lane two. One little spot. Lane two. No, straight away. It's not even. It's not even the disrespect. The disrespect. You don't know. The dude did not understand track etiquette. All right. I'm that guy. Move. Not understanding that. So then, hang on. So then, like, they end up moving it just a little bit and giving me giving me the space. But every time I would come around, I feel like they started chatting with some of the other, like, even, like, the referees and some of the coaches and stuff. Like, everyone knew. Like, what are we going to do? What are we, what are like, we just like, this douchebag? Fuck. How are we going to get right. What is he doing out here? He's in fucking shorts and short sleeves running circles around the track uh, in the freezing cold. Um, So I keep going, but knowing that they're thinking about me, like, every lap. <laughs> I, I can't go back. It's 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 like striking this crazy like adrenaline rush through my body though to where like I wasn't even thinking about the workout anymore. I was just yeah. thinking about the just what was going on with with this whole situation. And uh, maybe on like rep three or four, the the players start coming out now and like crossing the track. <laughs> and dude, I freaking shoulder checked this like one dude with like. He had pads on, that full uniform helmet on, and they're walking across the track, and I'm yelling track as I'm coming up on it. I don't know what that is. Like, you guys don't understand how important this is. Move. <laughs> Get out the, the way. I did this. I got to see how much better I am. And, dude, as I'm, as I'm coming up on these players, most of them kind of, like, do a quick little sprint and get out of the way. And then, like, this other dude, I don't know, he didn't hear me or something, dude, and I just freaking laid my right shoulder into him. Now you got to uh, now you got now you're hurt. Oh. So then 
so then it was just like super awkward the rest of the time. It, and I was like on my cool down and I was like, maybe I'll just go do my cool down somewhere else. <laughs> Let me take it to the parking lot here. Probably. And, uh, but I got that workout in. There was nothing that was going to get in my way of getting this workout done. I needed, I could have done it on the assault runner, but I don't have data on what I've done that workout yeah. in on an assault runner. I've done it at the track. So I needed that data and I'll be damned, dude. Nothing was going to stop workout. me. You got it done. I would have probably done it. Done something. But you're a little bitch. Just, That's why <laughs> I, you're too I, nice. I, I a too much respect for, for those, for the high school community. They look, my workout wasn't on the football field. My workout was on the track. I wasn't interfering. They were interfering Damn with me. Right. You heard a deck is strong. Oh my God, I'm, I'm like just dying that you made them. They were probably wondering what I was a pro athlete at because I was like this, I'm like this bigger dude in, in short shorts funny. out there. And they're like, like that dude. And they're, yeah, <laughs> I don't oh, look okay, 40, bro. bro. Come on. Oh, man. But they're like, this, there's no way this guy's a pro runner. He's like too beefy. Like what, what the I'm fuck does he even athlete. do? <laughs> <laughs> you said that too. I hated to pull that card. I hated to pull that card. I'm training, but I had for, the, to. I'm training for the ATP. Google me, bitches. Do you come up on Google? Let's let's wrap this thing up. I gotta go. I said I had to go. But I'm cooking dinner. How, when we were trying to figure this out, Kent's like, I can't until this this time until 5 p.m. And I was like, I gotta go a little bit earlier. Kent's like, Well, I gotta watch football. I said, I don't think that's a great excuse. He's like, Well, that's what I'm. That's what I got. I'm out here trying to cook dinner, have date night. Ken's just trying to watch his commanders get worked, then his fantasy team get worked. Nice. My excuse is better. Let's make this thing happen. My fantasy team, I'm beating Jack that. right now. Um, workout of the week. All right, your boy did six by mile with one mm-hmm. minute rest. And then after the sixth rep, I went into 100 wall balls immediately. So just like super aerobically taxed. And uh, was happy. Was happy with the results. Faster than before. Much, much faster. faster. Do you think if you nice. take the percentage of how much faster you got, you could then project what your time would be? Because you did. Because that was right before Dubai, right? Do you think if you took like the percentage of how much better you were at this workout and applied it to a high rocks, it would work out? If my stations didn't improve at all from from uh. Dubai and just my running, I'd, I'd run sub 57 in Dubai if nothing changed but my running. Like if I had this run fitness oh, in Dubai. Gotcha. Yeah. Nice dude. So probably going to run like 54, 55 Light. in Chicago. It's Easy. not a big deal. No problem. Make what you have going on. So, Rich, I think I texted you this one. This one, uh, this got me good. E5 mom, 25 minutes, all out 500 meter row into 15 burpee box jump overs. Mm. Time remaining rest. Gross. That wrecked me. Oh my God. So five like rounds round of that? Five rounds. So then directly after that, I went into a four time. It took like five minutes rest, 42 wall balls, 21 burpees. 32 wall balls, 16 burpees, 22 wall balls, 11 burpees, 
12 wall balls, six yeah, burpees for time. Yeah. That one's nasty. It all in half. Yeah. That also was nasty. I think it took me about six mm, and like high six minutes, maybe. We did some after that high six minutes. After that E5. That E5 mine, that, that's similar to what we did when we were at V23, but we did that on the assault bike. And so it was less time. Yeah. Right. It was that was like all out 20 cows into yeah. 10 burpee box? Ten. Yeah. Ten, yeah. So what was that taking you? Was it taking yeah. was it taking you about so two and a half I minutes? I have about 40 rest. Really? Yeah, minute 30, minute 40 rest. Oh, okay. Minute. I thought you just said 40. I was like, what? No, no, a minute 40. I'm sorry. Crawling over that box? Yeah. So I was doing like one, my, my row was like 145, 146. And then, uh, whatever. And I would have to, I literally would like get off the row and just like stand there looking at that box. Uh, just being hope like, I can get over this thing. <laughs> yeah. Literally. I was like, damn, this is good. I like that. So, I like that one. But then like after about like five of the burpees, like you feel you're like, all right, I'm we're okay. back. We're back. So my, so yeah, that one, my workout was, I did a, this was, I did like a hundred workouts this week, dude. Just a million workouts. Which, which one? Which, I was on my Meg Jacoby shit. Just doing yeah. workouts this week. I know you were like, I did three workouts like you Meg today. Yeah. Would you, would you top off uh, at 18 hours? And I think seventy of the of the look. Oh, you hit yes, seventy sir. plus, dude. That's with a bunch of other wow. nice. doing work out here. I think I only got fifty. I got fifty this week. And you were you were at sixty last? Sixty five or sixty six last week. Okay. What was the dip? Um this past Monday, I usually have a strength workout in the morning and then a PM run. I canceled. I didn't do the PM run. That's for some recovery. Um, and then I had like, that was, yeah. Yeah. I was at 71. That's where I ended up. And then I substituted one of my runs for like a hybrid conditioning. So I still got like the same amount of volume, but just mm. less running in it. So cut, cut back in, in other ways. Yesterday I did eight by 10 minutes with 90 second rest what? of like of high rocks. Like I just did high rocks for 10 minutes and then would stop wherever I was and then would just start again. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, so if you were like in the middle of a run, then what would you do? I would do just like, I would just, one? it depends. It would Finish depend. It? I would just, fin- yeah, I would just start. If I had like 400 meters into, I was doing like 800 on my freaking assault runner because that thing is just like all day. It takes literally all day to do anything. So I did it 800 meters on there. So if I got through 400, I would just start with 400 and just finish the remainder mm-hmm. of it. Um, unless I was at it, unless, except wall balls. I got to wall balls and I was like, I'm finishing this. And I think that happened on Burby Broad Jumps too. I like almost got done. So we just started over with Burby Broad Jumps and lunges. It happened a couple of times where I was like, I'm just going to use my best judgment and move it back or forth or whatever. So I'm not just doing like 10 lunges and then into a run to me. That didn't make a ton of sense. Like I still Mm -hmm. wanted to get all of like the lunges and things like that. And then once I got through everything, I just went back and did the burpee broad jumps and the lunges again. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and I did, I did burpee broad jumps, row and lunges. Um, and it was a grind. It was a lot, but having the rest in there is something I wouldn't normally take. 
So I was able to regroup and still kind of go pretty hard on each of the stations at each point. So there's a lot of volume. You should have done, you should have just done 10 by 10 by, uh, or six by 10 minutes with 90 seconds rest, just to see if you can make it through a high rocks and under 60. I, I told you I did freaking two extra rounds. I had to make things up. Well, you gave yourself 80 minutes. And you I should. Did. I got through it on 60. Son, I'm going to be in that heat. But do you think? Uh, you don't want to see me. If I'm around you on those wall balls, it's not going to be good. Ain't going to be good. Your boy, your boy has, you know what I'm I've done. I'm not worried about it. It's got to make, you got to, you better hope okay. that, that it's sled lanes. You've seen me do it. You've seen me do it. I, you claim to have done it, Police. but I haven't seen it. Meg was there. Meg saw me throw it down. I did. But, Rich, when you did doubles in, oh, was that it a 14-pound ball, ball when you did yeah. doubles? I was like, I've seen Rich do 14 it. 14-pound ball. Never. Real fast, though. Super fast. All right, let's wrap this thing up. We have the RMR training app. Meg Jacoby's workouts are still out there. We're going to add some in there as well. We got DTH daily still happening. You can follow what he's going to do all the way up into Chicago. Reinforced daily as well. Follow progressions, high rocks training plans, DECA training plans. Lots of good stuff. Check that out. Only 15 bucks a month. Only 15 bucks a month. It's a steal. What are you waiting for? What else we got? Drink power lift. Drink power 10, Driven nutrition. Your boy's going with those 10,000 short going shorts with, in uh, Chicago. Nice. The black, the black those with are, the white X. Those, those are the ones Meg has too. Meg reps those. I have them too. Those are the yeah. ones. All right. Anything else? See ya. See you next week. Later.